Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Sarah Keyword. And I'm Mickey Overman. And this is Thank Fuck For That, a podcast in which we hear stories from our guests about the moments in their lives that might have changed everything. Whether they are huge near misses or small, seemingly insignificant choices, we all have stories that we look back on and wonder, what if? Our guests will bring us their best Thank Fuck For That moment so we can delight in how different their lives could have been. Hello. Hello. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Mickey. How are you? Good. Um... Uh should we uh, should we start by we're in a different space? We're in a different studio. If it sounds different to the discerning ear, ooh, it's made out of wood. It's made out of wood. Yeah, it's got some um, fake foliage. Fake foliage, literally what I was going to say as well. Yeah, FF. Fake foliage on the walls. Fake foliage on the walls. Um, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, it's very nice. It smells like a shed. It does smell like a shed because it, is and a it shed. looks like a shed. Yeah, it's a shed. Um, yeah, it smells yeah. like a shed. And oh, it looks like a shed. it's a dog. Yeah, so uh, so that was that was all happening. Change, 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 change is good. It's refreshing. refreshing. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't have Lucas with us today, but we've got Francisco. Francisco is here. Uh, Hello, Francisco. Lucas you. is on holiday. He's on holiday. Which what the hell is really rude. So rude. Do you not see us taking a holiday? I'm not taking a holiday. I'm not taking a holiday. I mean, I'm going to the Netherlands, but that doesn't count. No, that's family obligation. Well, also I'm doing gigs there. So you're working. So I'm working, but then I'm, I'm tagging on three days to Ooh. be able to see friends and family. Nice. As okay. I'm going anyway. Yeah. But I don't think that None counts as a holiday. holiday. None of that no. is a holiday. No. Yeah, I'm going to see my family next week. A Hol- little birthday. holiday? Um, <laughs> is it a holiday? Yeah, I think so. I guess this is like, um, this is sort of the, in between our birthdays. Yeah. How was your birthday? We're celebrating. Oh, so I, mine was yesterday and yours mm-hmm. is next week. Uh-huh. Uh, how was my birthday? Great. Good. I'm not a big uh, birthday person. No, you're not. Birthdays uh, are hard. There's a lot of I, expectation on a there's birthday. A lot, I find it very stressful. Mm. I, I was trying to look back on this. I, I think when I was, even when I was like a child, before before I found it difficult, when I was a teenager, because I found it difficult mm-hmm. like with, with like having not really any friends to invite. 
But like when even when I was younger, before before that, I found it so stressful that everything was about me. Yeah. And it just felt a bit like intense. But I'm from a really big birthday family. The expectation to enjoy it is really stressful. Yeah, my, my, my sisters and my mother are big birthday people mm-hmm. and they love it. So it was always like, you love it, Mickey. You absolutely <laughs> love this. You are loving this. You are loving this. Yeah. And, and I really didn't. Mm-hmm. It just felt weird. So I think I'm really lucky in that I kind of have, I have, I've had loads of birthdays that are about me, but my cousin, who's one of my close friends, Jacques, used to live with him, Jack, is born the day before me. Yes, right. That's true. So, and we used to live next door to each other mm-hmm. growing up. So we kind of just had this like two day Keyworth extravaganza. I would have loved that. It was so good because like I would do all of the birthday things on Jack's birthday. Yeah. And then at the end of Jack's birthday, be like, and it's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah. And we go again and there's more cake and we're all doing and it like it just I guess it Boxing never day for Sarah. Yeah. It never felt like it was like this really intense. No, thing I would have loved me. that shared mm. spotlight. When we were teenagers, we used to have joint parties. Yeah, that would have been that would have been perfect for me, I think. Yeah. Um, whereas my sisters would have hated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to have to share their day. It's too much. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But then, I, yeah, just so, so it always is. But the, the, uh, Patrick got it immediately. Like when we started going out and I was like a bit weird about my birthday, he got it. Imme- he was like, okay. Does he like his birthday? Is he a big birthday? He, he's not, but his birthday is during Edinburgh. Oh, okay. So he always finds it just fun because there's just friends around anyway. Yeah, every, like you don't have to contend with anything else in anyone's life. No, and it's not like, so So we usually do something or we mm. go eat somewhere or whatever, but everyone's already there. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah. And they're to, glad for the plan. Yeah. Like and that. so you don't have to deal with like, mm-hmm. will you all please come to, <laughs> you know. Take time out of your busy yeah, schedule. This is what you're dealing with because yours is, yours is next week. And you already said to me, like, I find it stressful inviting people. Yeah, and it's my 30th and... I have invited people to the pub and like I was like I'm just going to keep it really simple for myself mm-hmm. I'll hire a space because I'm going to invite just like everyone I want to invite yeah but I'm not gonna like make it a big party I'm not going to get like a private room or anything yeah, yeah, like that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, just a part of a pub yes and still within that I'm like ah oh, maybe I should have done more maybe I should provide food maybe I should get drinks maybe yes. I should have got a private function what about music what am I going to do like yeah. it's all this just yeah. adding up in my head and I've got to a point where I'm like I, I can't actually care about this anymore no and nor should you no. and it will be fun and like mm-hmm. everyone's very self-sufficient yeah. and we'll be able to deal with a, a section of a pub like yeah yeah, yeah. We're, That'd be a- fine. we're able to deal with that as people you're not going to kick off I might kick off yeah yeah no, but it's I'm like sorry. it's a fun. This thing isn't a function room. Yeah, it's, yeah, I've got to be. Um, excuse me, what music is this? Can you tell me the name of that person there? <laughs> um, what's the worst birthday you've ever had? Yeah, so it's not funny. It's just sad. Oh no. Okay, I'll tell you mine. It's just I, I'll tell you. It's whatever. But it's like I was. Do it. I was fourteen, and my mum was like, "What do you want to do for your birthday party?" And I had no friends, so I was. Oh. And it was just like it. It was a, a couple of years in, in my. Yeah. I, I had friends around those years, but just that p- particular couple of years, I, I just really struggled in school and like ate lunch by myself. So I, but I was hiding it from my parents oh, no. because they were having a very tough time. Like my dad was having a tough time at work. And my sister was 
really difficult hormonal and very difficult so i was just kind of like hiding it so i was like pile on so then i just remember this having this thing of like being with my mom and and her like and i was like i I don't think i want to have a party and then my mom was like why not like who do you want to invite and i just didn't want to say i don't have anyone to invite because then she would have to deal with that so i was like oh i don't want to worry her so i was just like nah i just don't it's just not for me like i don't what it was just a very poor acting job yeah i'm gonna throw you a 14th birthday party yeah one day we're gonna do it we're gonna do everything that 14 year olds would do like drink slushies (laughs) have a pillow fight we're gonna eat all the chocolate we can eat yeah talk about the boys we fancy because that's what i was doing at 14 (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) It's going to be great. This is going to be great. No boys allowed. No boys allowed. We're doing it in a treehouse. I would love to hear you talk about the boys you fancy. Absolutely. Just some... You, that, 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 again, a, a great acting job. That give me be. time to prep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to Google who are boys. But I want it to be very clear that like it's no longer sad now. Yeah, yeah Because yeah. I have Patrick and he does the best job at making me feel great. And he just like... Like yesterday, we... So my favorite thing is just spending time with him. So, and we don't get to do that a lot. So it was great. So we both had like set the day mm. for, for nothing. So no work and stuff, um, no gigs. And so we woke up late and then we made pancakes. Oh, nice. And then we just watched all day things that I like that he would normally not. Mm-hmm. I was telling you before, I made him watch Gilmore Girls because like that's a very seminal show for me. Yeah. Um, that he would never watch because he thinks it's shit. But you had him in but a choke But he had to. But he had to <laughs> in a whilst we ate. Oh, and you know what I did, which was really nice? We do this in the Netherlands a lot, but I don't know if it's like a big thing here. Uh, for dinner, we, we made chicken and veg, but then we get like chips from the chippy. Ooh. I don't know if people do that here, but in the Netherlands, we do this a lot. We're like, well, you just get, you buy the chip. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't buy like the rest. The rest you make at home. But you have this additional but then you just supreme buy, chip. Yeah, the supreme yeah. chip, because you can never make those chips at home. Like, no. you're never going to get as good as, like, a professional deep fryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. It was really good. Patrick was, like, the whole time. I mean, he may not have been loving the Gilmore Girls, but, like, <laughs> the whole time he was, like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. These so good. chips are so good. <laughs> we, were, um, we were in bed last night. Yeah. It was, like, yes. like, like <laughs> go <Yeah>. on. <laughs> um, it was, like, like quarter to 12. So it was quite late, and I was, like, falling asleep. And yeah. then Louise goes, Sarah. And I was like, what? She goes, imagine it's your birthday and you have to eat breakfast. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She was like, what are you eating? <laughs> oh my God. And I, was like, I wonder what that was about. <laughs> I know, it's so subtle. <laughs> and I was like, so I was like, what would you eat? Why do I have to eat breakfast? Yeah, you have to. I was eat like, gun, gun to my head, breakfast? Because it's like, that's quite a stressful. Maybe just something small, because like, my, I'm probably anxious and she's like just fucking tell me yeah what did she say I said that I want uh, like nice um, nice bread so there's like we oh, usually like like um, th- thicker bread than oh thicker usual. bread so, yeah you're like, only uh, your hands I was not sure like Louise's gluten free so some kind of gluten free sourdough alternative type thing yeah and yeah. Um, have you ever had these like Greek beans gigantic beans they're like thick big Fat, thick beans. They're like baked beans, but they're in like a really nice tomatoey sauce, but they're like fat. They're really big. Yeah. They're not small like Heinz. They're not small like Heinz. 
They're called they're gigantus, massive. yeah, yeah, and they're Ooh, big. I've never had these. Big beans in the sauce is superior to any other bean sauce. Oh, okay. I'll bring you a tin. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'll bring you a tin. So I was like, so a scoop of gigantus, yeah, and poached eggs. Ah, oh, in your famous in my frying pan. In your frying pan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Someone came up to me the other day and was like, "I've listened to that, and that's how I make them." <gasps> Who said that to you? This, this girl I know called Louisa. Louise. Sorry, Louise is your girlfriend. I was like, Louisa? No, Louise. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if it was, was my girlfriend. to your girlfriend. Yeah. She's like, that's how yeah, we do that's it. That's how we do it. My partner like, does that. <laughs> I was just talking to Sarah about that. <laughs> no. Um, a girl I know called Louise. No way. Yeah, and uh, she was she was listening to the podcast. She was like, that's how we've always made them in a frying pan. <gasps> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a pioneer. You're a pioneer. It's spreading. Um, Sounds amazing. Worst birthday I ever had. you're going to get for breakfast on your birthday. I'll tell you. It's be a surprise. I said, but I don't want to know what you're doing. It's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And she winked and touched her nose. So yeah. I think I'm getting fried nose. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, worst birthday yeah, I ever had. Yeah, worst birthday. Go on. 20th birthday. Um, oh, no. A few days before. I was oh, going to oh. have, a, yeah, I was going to have a party with Jack because he, I think he's still living next door. Um, but it was going to be at his house. And a few days before, I started to feel a bit unwell, a little bit under the weather, just a few swollen glands. My mum's like, oh, your glands are swollen. She's like, maybe we'll go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor near my parents' house and they're like, yeah, it's just like glandular thing. Uh, woke up uh, the day before my birthday and my entire face was probably triple the size <gasps> that it needed to be. And I had mumps. No! Classic mumps. You had mumps? Good old fashioned mumps, yeah. Oh, did you give it to everyone? No, I didn't give it. To, that was the worst thing. Nobody else got it. I don't I even it know where. So infectious. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I had to quarantine. It's my first taste of quarantine. Oh, you were a pro by the time. Yeah, I knew what out. I was doing. I was like, oh, baby, I got this. <laughs> Please, I know. Give me mumps flashback. <laughs> yeah, taking me back to the mump days. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had to quarantine on my twentieth birthday. My mum and I were going to go shopping. I think she was going to buy me a couple of like bits of clothing and stuff. So we were going to go shopping gossip on the day. Gossip about boys. Yeah, and gossip about boys. Uh, and instead she had to go to our local Morrison's and she bought, um, she bought like 20 little presents as in like... And a big plastic sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was allowed to open a present every hour to keep, or half hour to keep me busy. Oh my um, God. But it was like things ranging from a multi-pack of cereal <laughs> to like a nice bottle of shampoo. Oh, shampoo. I thought you were going to go champagne. No, shampoo. No, shampoo. Yeah. Um, that is um, incredibly sad. It's really so sad. <laughs> it's really funny. Should That's we have a, a great story. Should we have a guest? Let's have a guest. Our guest today is Red Richardson. Red Richardson, very good comedian, podcaster himself. He has a podcast called The Year Is with Bobby Mayer. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, he's absolutely fantastic. Very, very nice to have him in. Yes. Let's bring him in. Let's go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, it's me, Sarah. Thank you so much for listening to Thank Fuck For That. If you're enjoying the podcast, please sign up to our Patreon to support us. We need some help making it we're doing it all by ourselves so please sign up even if it's just three pounds a month that would make the world of difference thanks so much here's the episode red richardson Hello. welcome thanks for having me how are you i'm good i um i think i was a last minute dropout no, well, we 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 did not want you. No, I know that's how. <laughs> I want that to be very clear. Sarah sent me an identical message that I received from Kate Barron yeah. two weeks ago, saying, "Oh, I, uh, can you do the podcast today at three? You yeah. know, you were on my list of people to ask. Yeah, but you then you said, if you can't, we still want you on it." Ah, oh. that's what Kate Barron did. So I live near smart, to the studio. You know, that's not true. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you're on my, you're on my list wasn't... of people to ask not to. Yeah, do yeah. It. We have was... a column, and it's like who not to ask, and it's just red, red. Yeah, red. everyone pulled out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought, well, today's my chance. Yeah, really. And smart. I'm here, very available. Very delighted yeah. to have you. If any Ooh. other podcasters are listening, Red's available. I will turn up. Yeah, to almost anything. Thinking who? You went through anyone. A lot of names. Yeah. Who will be sat at home waiting for this call? Yeah, yeah. Well, you also were like, who's local? Yeah, yeah, That's you're, true. You're pretty local. Yeah. Did anyone turn it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red. Yeah, low, How, low, loads Red. of people. Don't you understand? <laughs> We've gone through everybody. <laughs> Every comedian in London. Yeah. And then yeah. people who aren't comedians. Mm. We have people we saw on the street. Even Russell Brand wasn't free. We have people <laughs> based in Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like, we'll fly you over. But I'm here. <laughs> anyway, so delighted to have you. Thanks, really thanks for having me on. This is about life-changing moments. Do you, th- do you think you dwell on the past? Yeah, loads. Too much. All the time. Do you have stuff that haunts you? A l- oh, so much. Just anything. I, I cringe about stuff that happened 20 years ago. I've gotten messages from you. Yeah. Cringing. What, what from a night of being drunk? From a night where <laughs> I can all, and what I can only describe as one of the hardest I've ever laughed because mm. you were so funny. You were so funny, Red. Like, me, me and Patrick still talk about how funny you were that night. Mm. And then you, the next day, were just like, that was awful. Well, I don't know. Yeah, because uh. there's a fine line. I did a show recently, and this producer of the show came up to me and was like, do you remember how we met? Oh, no. Which is why when you said that, I went, oh. Yeah. And I was like, no, but I remembered his face, and I remember going, oh, no. And he was like... You got me in a headlock and said if you weren't on the next season of my TV show, you were going to kill me. And a bar in Edinburgh at four in the morning. And I was like, I was trying to be funny. Half an hour before that, I was probably on fire. But there's a, there's a, there's a point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I do wake up point. and go, oh, no. Did he put you on his uh, on the next season of his TV show? I didn't get uh, my own segment, but I was appearing in bits. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, because he took the threat seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave me a bit, but not, you know, and I did think, I remember thinking, saying to my agent, I can't believe they haven't put me in my own segment. And I thought, why? And then that, I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's back possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His head under your Yeah, arm. but I think I was trying to be funny, and then it sometimes I mean, again, it's... Again, sounds really funny. Yeah. The bit you were doing the night uh, I was talking about was you, you had this bit where you kept on going around saying you were really famous in Devon. Yeah. <laughs> funny story about that. Put a show on in Devon uh, last week, sold out in four hours. <laughs> It was a lot of that. I am the, I am. I'm their god. You're, 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 <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. 
I was on the uh, I was Devener of the month in Country Life. And the guy the, the month before me was a man who lost his leg in Afghanistan. And I was doing it because I was taking my show up to the fringe. Devener of <laughs> And my month. PR got me. Got me I think it's just so funny. Mm. Yeah. And it, it was, I think it's funny now. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. If you're in Devon and you're listening to this, get a fucking life. No, no, don't. Continue. No, get continue. a life. They're good people There's and so they know what's wrong. Right. <laughs> you don't have to be obliged to mm. obey Devoner of the Month every month. No, yeah. no, There's no. Good, you're just There's jealous more. because you will never be Devoner of the I'm Month. No. going to be Devoner of the Month. You couldn't okay. have. We Not could have said that. The guy who went to Afghanistan with no, he must have felt shortchanged. No. Yeah. yeah. No, you want to be what like, the fuck? This house I was going to Edinburgh. Unless it's comfort- comforting for him. Yeah. If he's like, ah, oh, like, let's see how they beat that. Or he's probably, you. he goes um, from the same place as Redrich. You know, that's probably quite good. Yeah. Are you from Devon? No, I'm from, so I was born in Camberwell and then moved to Uh-oh. Devon when I was 10. They'll take it away. Oh, yeah. so you've got history with Devon. Yeah, I'm like the you- Rachel Dolezal of Devon. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to uh, yeah. Do you have to have lived in Devon to be a Devoner of the Month? No, it's it's about your soul, I think. Okay. And the spirit, you know? I feel like, yeah. Also, my dad's from Devon. He's born there, you know what I mean? You embody it. Yeah. You so embody you've got, the spirit of Devon. Yeah. Devon heritage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind. You know, it's Why like... I'm trying to poke holes in this. I'm not. Devon loves I'm the just establish the criteria to see whether or not I can ever be... You can. Devoner of the Month. They wouldn't like you. You, you don't want <laughs> I want Devon in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Devon, all, Where are you from? You're inside. Midlands, aren't you? I'm full of Devon. I've got Devon coming out my ass. She's from Nottingham. Oh, Nottingham. Nottingham. You could be. Do they like you there? Is there any pride? Some of them do, I think. Yeah. Some of them do, yeah. There's a big shopping centre in Nottingham and they um they love you there. And they put, like, for some reason, they made like a wall of like famous people from Nottingham. Mm. And it's like uh, me and then like Jake Bug. Oh, nice. I like him. Vicky McClure. But I don't think it looks like a wall of famous people. It looks like a wall of boys who've been caught shoplifting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's so true. Like, you all would look though. like that as well. <laughs> you made the wall. Yeah. You made the wall. You made the wall. It looks like it, has, it should have a wanted thing on top of yeah. it. Have you ever had a big near-miss experience? Well, this is, uh, there's a load. Like my Edinburgh show last year uh, was about, I was in the false terrorist attack that everyone thought was real on Oxford Street. What? Yeah, so I was... Do you remember Ollie Mers, like, tweeted the whole thing? Yes. I was there that day. With Ollie? Did you go with, with Ollie. I didn't yeah. see Ollie. I was actually in the building opposite him, hiding under a desk. Yeah. Um, so that, Before that, it happened, you'd seen Ollie Mers and you were hiding under the desk. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then? Yeah. And then I heard it was ISIS and I thought, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> no, um... Ollie's over there. <laughs> Ollie, get, get, get him. <laughs> But no, he tweeted the whole thing. He like yeah. made it so much worse. Yeah. Um, but I was there for three hours and everyone thought it was an attack. And I tried to do an Edinburgh show about it. Um, and just the thing is with Edinburgh is like, I like doing jokes, but then if I have to do a narrative, after four times of doing this, I'm so bored. Yeah. And I have it with my own stand-up. I go, oh, why are we, why are we doing this? You know, but especially with a story. Mm. But the thing with it is, what's the near miss? Is why I suppose I could have died if it was a terrorist attack. What actually happened? What happened is two men got on a got uh, had a fight on a tube, and someone saw the fight and said, 
he's got a gun because I think he said, I'm going to fucking shoot you or, you know, whatever the threats you make. Yeah. And someone said, he's got a gun and that spread and had a domino effect. And then everyone was just like, I'm talking thousands of people. Oxford Street was just like, this woman ran at me. She had blood down her face and she was just like, run. Because she knocked over in the stampede. Oh, my God. Everyone went fucking mental, like pushing each other out the way. People locked shops so you couldn't get in. Because they all thought that there was one person with a gun. They thought ISIS was there. And this is 20... Oh, I, I guess it's one like person from ISIS Escalates, so it's like what one could person have got a gun. Multiple people have got guns. Oh, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Daily Mail was like a bomb's gone off. So they, yeah. I was on Twitter checking what's Daily going Mail. on. Daily yeah. Mail. Yeah. And I, they were like bombs going they off ISIS. Helping. Yeah. Yeah. So Red's there like I need the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the DailyMail.com. <laughs> I'm going on Showbiz News. <laughs> so you're there on Oxford Street. They're on Oxford Street. Yeah, everyone's running about. It was mental, and it's kind of weird. You just see like humans, like especially on the internet, everyone is just so like projecting this. This is who I am, person. Yeah. When I now know, all I'd have to do is shout ISIS, and you would push a pregnant woman out the way yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, save yeah, your yeah, own yeah. skin yeah i haven't i was at um i guess it was a few years ago and it was around the time that there were a few incidents happening in london so there'd been like the london bridge attack and then there was like the westminster car mm, mm. somebody mm-hmm. drove that car and there was a big alarm that went off at st pancras station mm. as i was going through and the pandemonium was on but and it was just an alarm within the station mm, it was mm. like this is a, you need to evacuate kind of thing and everybody's running in all different directions and like knocking stuff over like, abandoning bags and you're like this is crazy you're right like it really yeah. shows you the reality of what people will do like they go fucking just mad. save their own skin was people just locking themselves in costa and like i i was banging on the window and people were just looking at me like sucks to be you buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were trying to get in a building somewhere. Yeah, just trying to get into places. And they were all locked. Yeah, people just locking doors. No way. You were outside. You were on the street. I was on the street. Potentially during a terrorist attack. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was 2017. So that was the year of like, the. I think the Bataclan had just, well, that was two years before. But in London that year, we'd had London Bridge, Westminster. It's the same year, yeah. yeah. So it was just fucking mad. Everyone yeah. went completely mad. Well, I ended up running up a staircase and I took about this in my show and there was just this lady who appeared next to me and we were running together and she just refused to like run any further we got to the third floor and it's like well do i stay with this where were you where what building were you it was just like a high rise so you got office block so i just ran in um security guard was behind the desk lying under the desk he's like hey man this is kind of your job yeah (laughs) this is when you step up yeah yeah (laughs) You've been like tra- tapping your truncheon for yeah, 10 yeah, years. Yeah. And now you actually, you know, we need you to do something <laughs> good. Security guy. You yeah. try and get under the desk. Yeah. He's like, sorry, sir, you're not allowed in here. <laughs> but no, it was a sort of near, I don't know, is that a, it was just a very strange moment. Well, it's, it's, it's definitely a near miss. Yeah. You go through all the psychological processes of like, am I in a terrorist attack? Like, even though you you weren't, you mm. experienced something that you believed to be. It's when you, like, you see those videos online where we're like, we're going to do this really high concept prank and we're going to make somebody think the world is ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's torturous. It's just mean, isn't that's it? So, it's psychologically yeah. so unnecessary, even for a laugh, just to put somebody in that position where they're like, where are my loved ones? Yeah. Like, online people just love to prank, don't they? <laughs> prank you know are always like that. Though. And I'm up there with the best of them. I do love a prank. I just don't think that's a good one. Your wife's dead. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. We pranked Ollie Mers. Remember <gasps> <gasps> that? Oh, yeah, you, you did. Tell him there was ISIS attack. <laughs> yeah. 
thought that was an ISIS attack. And honestly, it was in 2017 that it got yeah. a bit out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They staged this fight on a tube. <laughs> Patrick said, I'm going to fucking shoot you. One yeah, thing led to another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, uh, we had to do this prank where uh, Patrick had to propose to me and then I had to say no. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he, Patrick was like a fan of Ollie Murs. And so he was like, there was this show. And Ollie oh, this is real? Yeah. Oh, really? And so Ollie we Merce, both got beef with Ollie Merce. Uh, Ollie Merce came in and like, and like thought that he was like part of this proposal. And then the propo- and then I'm just really awkward. And I'm like, I don't want to get. Married. Oh, that's why would, funny. Why would you do Has that? Has that like come out anywhere? Yeah, it was just like, for, it was like part of like this big promotional campaign for his album called marry me because he's mm. getting married or has now married his yeah and he's had a song but he was just yeah. really nice and like oh was he a nice guy and it felt just really bad for patrick it mm. was just like i should not be and he was like i can leave but i was supposed to leave in the prank did you see yeah. the prank he played on his fiance during lockdown yes. Never got known that was that was part of it so i was like what did he do he cut out the bottom of a pringles tin and put his cock in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said Hey, do you want some Pringles? And she was like, yeah. And she puts her hand in and it's his, it's his cock, which I suppose, you know, they're getting married in the workplace. Probably not a good idea. I, just don't, I, don't, you know, I just don't think it's good, is it? What if that was someone's... Privately, fine. But like when you put that out there in the world, you Privately, don't look can for... I be honest? I think that's the funniest. It thing is. <laughs> Imagine if but that if was Patrick, your... If Patrick did that, I would not never stop laughing. Yeah, that it's is funny. So, that is so funny. But like if Patrick filmed it and put it online, he wouldn't look like the good guy. No, <laughs> no, no. no don't put it online. But I think there's something so funny <laughs> about... But you're... Imagine if you were like a serial offender of that, like in the workplace though. And that'd be very wrong. Yeah. But when... Like if over a hundred people... Where's came out and said he asked me for a pringle you would go that's funny but you know you're 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 bad a hundred women talking about during the he turned i turned up during the induction they're like okay so the kitchen's over there this is your desk and if john offers you a pringle so no he's like i thought because they were salt and vinegar it'd be different this time Nobody would put their cock in it. So low. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want a Pringles? Like, put it. Why is it so low? He's got the biggest. Hold it up. Nobody would put their cock in a salt and vinegar (laughs) tube. Yeah. The police raid his office and they find a hundred cut-out Pringle (laughs) tins. Because he never reuses. Yeah. Oh, that would be disgusting. No. That would be disgusting. <laughs> I have some respect for the women. I mean, the court case would be good. And yeah, there yeah. would be a six-parter about it. Yeah. He CCTV. I've been buying all the Pringles on the <laughs> shelf. He offered me a beer because he knew it would make me. He's the worst. He has to get rid of all the Pringles, so he actually offers it to, to all the men, yeah, like yeah. genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always strikes just before lunch when he knows you'll be hungry. Yeah. Oh, John, the guy who always has Pringles? Yeah. He did what? Yeah, all the guys are like, that's fine. He always has Pringles. Yeah. And women are like, there's no Pringles when we go in. Yeah. I do like the thought of Ollie Murs cutting out the thing and just so happy with himself you know because yeah. there would have been a good 20 minutes of sheer joy from him yeah when you eat the pringles yeah before before, <laughs> before, before you get to eat the pringles before like, you do your prank what do you do if you go to all that trouble you put your dick in the can of pringles mm-hmm. and you go hey <laughs> do you want a pringle and she goes no thank you no <laughs> Well, then you're just there with you've wasted. A, you've, I'm assuming he has to because he's he, he probably doesn't to, eat that much because he's got to stay thin. He then has to pretend he's <laughs> yeah, eating. Just sit there. And yeah, just <laughs> with his cock in a thing. Yeah, because um, he's probably throwing away all the Pringles. I doubt he eats crisps, so it's just, it's a huge waste. 
It's a huge waste. I hope he eats crisps. There was um. I doubt he eats crisps. Back Why? to the. Why are? Well, Ollie Mars, he's got you're to keep very, the face. You're very slim. Do you the, eat crisps? She had I oats for crisps. breakfast. See, no, you had oats. For, yeah. Mm. No, yeah. I, I had bran. Oh, I want to. Yeah. I want to get that shit going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had bran, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had like a like a sort of sliding doors moment where you like had a moment where you're like, wow, my life could have been completely different? That's yeah, I did two auditions for Harry Potter when I was a boy. So I did one, and then I got um, like in, uh, called back and was in one on one with Christopher Columbus, who was the director, not the guy who discovered the America. Harry Potter. What's that? For the role of Harry Potter. For the role of Harry Potter, yeah. So at the time, they were like going into schools, they were street casting, and I got street cast by this lady who said, do you want to come in and audition? I was a huge fan. I'm like, yeah, definitely. I so wasn't you, like an acting kid. Book. Yeah, yeah, I was obsessed with it. But I wasn't like an acting kid. And then I did an audition. <clears throat> what does it mean to be street cast? It's like, so they just send people out, and any kid with black hair or brown hair <laughs> would basically... They, you know what I mean? So literally off the street. Yeah, yeah, but there's like you know they go they went into schools and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like I think like probably fifty thousand people auditioned. Yeah, I know that um one of the actors uh, who played um Victor Crumb I think was cast at school. Like, yeah, yeah, no loans. Rob like Pattinson. A, I think he was late for a lesson and someone saw him running. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he can run. If he can run, he can probably fly. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, they don't fly. They got broomsticks. You idiot. Oh, um, sorry, sorry, Mickey. Um. But they, Jesse Cave, I think, was cast at school or at university. Amazing. Will have been in school, surely. Maybe. Well, she was one of the, she got into the fifth movie. Fifth movie. Sixth movie. Oh, she, I guess she could have been 18. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I did that and I did the auditions and then I, it was so one how, of them. How old were you? Look Ten, nine. Yeah. So and that then could you have had been, a sit down with Christopher Columbus. I had a sit down. got really far. But um, yeah, there was a few of us left and mm. Daniel Radcliffe obviously got the role. And here I am. Do you think you would have wanted to do it? Like, yeah. Could you? Would you? Went, if, if you could go back and like change that? Hundred percent. Would you be? I mean, yeah. Because yeah. then I'd just be. What's he worth? A hundred million? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I'd live in a castle. In Devon. In Devon. Mm. I'd be even more popular. They fucking if love that's you in possible. Devon. <laughs> yeah, you, would, you would make the wall. <laughs> Someone from Devon listening to this guy. I've never heard of this guy. He's a dick. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, he's, no, I would have. He's the ex- exception that proves the rule. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I don't think I would have lasted all the movies because I don't think I don't like it when a child star just sort of comes out unscathed. I think he's wasted what he has, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, you th- you would have. Yeah, it's like there would have been divorces, rehab. You'd have had a bit as a fun child, with it. Yeah. yeah, fifteen. You know, fifteen divorce, yeah, d- rehab, divorce, rehab. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would have, <laughs> would have given you permission like, to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because the tabloids have really struggled with stuff over the this over him. Fifteen year period since you were a child. Yeah, so, I'd yeah. be like getting hammered and running down the street. Going, I'm a, f- I'm the boy that lived. I can do what the fuck I want. So you, <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to basically live the life of like. You know the first Dumbledore? Yeah. Had Richard Harris. He right? died, didn't he? He died. That's why he was the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to die. 
No, you didn't want to die, but he lived that kind of crazy rock and roll yeah, life. Did he? He was apparently like just him and Peter O'Toole were just these crazy, oh, yeah. like always drunk actors. Oliver Reed. No way. Yeah. I'm picturing him as old as he was in yes, Harry Potter. Yes. With mm. the wig. Absolutely wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surrounded yeah, by all those stories and they're like, we drank 20 pints. Yes. That... Everyone got their cock out. And they, were, all, and they were always <laughs> yeah. just like like beating up like the the like each other in the pubs. They yeah, were in. It was yeah. just like a real, you know, the old school back when being active. famous was fun yeah <laughs> yeah they used to yeah. yeah that was the thing um for a man i yeah, love yeah, it yeah it was great i love that that's your takeaway which is basically uh you know i could have had this incredible experience it would have been like magical to work on those sets as a child like i would be a, no. a successful actor now i would have made a lot of money i'd be very famous no. and you're yeah. like i could have given the press <laughs> a fucking scandal I, a week. I would have loved, just you know the what's the kid in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory who kills himself by drinking too much of the chocolate milk? Yes, uh, that would uh, have been, uh, that yeah. would have been me, Gloop. Augustus Gloop. Yeah, I'd yeah. be fired after three. I um, probably would have had like a rap career that would mm. be wildly widely mocked. This feels like more of a near miss for the um, acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the worlds, yeah. yeah. For the world. For, yeah. for the people who cast Harry Potter. <laughs> Would have yeah. been more fun. Turns out apparently Jack Whitehall was cast as well or like auditioned. Mm. So not even the most successful guy who didn't get the part. But also, oh, man. isn't Daniel Radcliffe, wasn't his dad one of the main producers? He no. Was, he was mates with somebody, wasn't he? Though? He was in Daniel Beddingfield or whatever. David a... Copperfield. Daniel Beddingfield. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Daniel Beddingfield again? There is a Radcliffe <laughs> in the credits. No, but that might. But I think Paula the, was it Paula? I think the parents took on like a because they were agents. Oh, okay. yeah. So they weren't involved, but they were agents. And Judy Dench had just done Copperfield with him and said, "This kid's this great. This kid's great." Yeah, but he well, wasn't. He, was, he wasn't great. He was. Okay. I would have brought an underlying sort of. Yeah, you would have, br you would have brought a, dark, a darkness. Yeah. Sexual tension. I'd be like, this kid's 13, so yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's constantly wanking in he's, the common he's, room. He's, he's yeah, wanking yeah. all the time and he's erect. <laughs> yeah. The Pringles can or whatever they're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> the, the magical the equivalent is. Magical Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hermione, you just have to put your hand in here and it'll destroy Voldemort forever. Ah, it's my cock again. You witches want a Prongle? <laughs> She has to write in that Harry's got a mustache. Yeah, yeah, Because he yeah. won't shave it up. Yeah. But just me sort of running down hotel corridors saying, yeah. touch my wand. You know, that would have been all that fun. Mm -hmm. um, but we all didn't that have it. fun. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe has lived a straight life. We could have had him on the pod in this universe. That's a near miss for us. But I'd, what near miss he, would have he been, had? He'd he would be like, have... oh, I nearly bought a jet, but didn't. He would have been a great stand-up. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Fuck off. In this, if you if you swap lives, I think he would have had a real like. Yeah, maybe. We would have had him on before Ed Knight. He's yeah, probably yeah, a good guy. Yeah, I'm sure you would have loved to have him. He, You'd I, love him now. He sounds like others. he's like the nicest man. Yeah, that's the sort of. I like the Ron Weasley one because he's gone. Look, <laughs> let's face it. I can't act, and I'm going to fuck off with my money. Whereas yeah, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe's like doing in, like interesting roles and uh -huh. it's like he can do whatever he wants can't he yeah i love that he's and like gone like quiet for a him. while no i don't like that for, yeah. i wanted him to do a bit more i yeah. you know you want him you to think be he stuck wandered his yeah i think he should have a podcast and in his garden like have a studio and it, he goes like really right wing or something you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. what you would have done <clears throat> and be like you could never make harry potter these days you know just saying <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. He's really bitter even yeah, though yeah. he's got 100 million pounds. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs>
telling it how oh it is. <laughs> yeah. But well, that's, that's a sliding doors moment. That's a great sliding Don't know what else moment. the other guests have given you, but you know. That's a huge one. That's a huge one. And also, I think it's really funny because we had one of our um, uh, four guests that were before you, mm-hmm. um, Anya. Warm-up guests. Warm-up, Warm-up guests yeah, yeah, to yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. Anya had the same one. But we, but the, the funny thing about hers was that um, she's like, and you're not gonna guess why, what the wrong thing about this story is or whatever. But she, she says, I could have been in Harry Potter because her dad said that he was he forgot to like drive her to the audition and so she grew he up was her going whole life. to take her for he was gonna yeah. take her so she grew up her whole life being like if only he'd taken me to the audition but then the thing is that anya would have been two at the time so ah, she- and who would she have played <laughs> no one yeah the thing it is was her- just a whole lie yeah <laughs> it was just a massive lie but she grew up her whole life thinking this and then said this to someone at some point and was like you are way too young for that. Nothing. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also going to the audition, it's not like they go, oh, no one's turned up today. So we just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's I use think the-, the hard part about being like the age that mm. we are and watching mm. the Harry Potter films mm. was that like every single film, they employed like fucking like hundreds of kids. And you'd go and sit there and be like, how? How have they got that many kids in this? And mm. it's still not me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so many children have been I've never brought thought into of it. it like that. That's even worse. Than yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't have to because you no. knew. You knew it wasn't me because they didn't pick you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you meet yeah. people even now at the age of 30 and they're like, oh, yeah, I was an extra in Harry Potter. And you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. See, that was great Everywhere. for me because I was in another country. So that wasn't like a, that yeah. wasn't a, a thing that I ever had to worry about. It was like, I would have never been in this. <sighs> was there right. a Danish version? No. Not Danish, Dutch, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I can answer that as well. Yeah. There also wasn't a Danish version. Uh, okay. I tend to just like what about not Swedish? even... Swedish? <laughs> what, what about Swedish? People get Danish yeah. and Dutch confused so often that I don't even respond anymore when I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I'm just like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, yeah no, neither Dutch nor, nor Danish. We all just watched the same one as, as you guys did. Okay. Yeah. Did you watch it in English or did you watch No, they dubbed? did have a dubbed version. I watched it in English, yeah. But yeah. They, uh, but they, have, they have a dubbed... They have all the children's. Was it called something stuff. different? Because you know how some places change the. Yeah, like, yeah. What was it called? Harry Potter and <laughs> the Stain der Weisen. Okay, because the start of that sentence, I was like, that's the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Stain der Weisen. Stain der Weisen. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. And what's that? The Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Does it directly because translate? Because the Philosopher's Stone is a real thing from from like culture. So we have a we have a Dutch excuse version. me you've got a philosopher's stone it's like uh, the golden fleece or you know all of those kind of uh-huh. like ancient uh, okay because they changed it to sorcerer's stone for us didn't they yes yeah, why is they that? don't want they don't want kids to know about philosophy <laughs> they don't want yeah. them to learn for like to, to to think for themselves so they're like it's they not find real. out about philosophy yeah. we're fucked it's made up it's all made up <laughs> it's made up they're witches they're sorcerers don't even worry about yeah it. yeah yeah it's because he he sort of he says oh i didn't I think because like being that famous, he obviously didn't beget to be a teenager, mm. and I think that's like what Charlie. But I don't. In in a very genuine way, I think he had like a big problem with alcoholism, so I don't think. Yeah, but he had like five cans once or something. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Brad's <laughs> like, you call that a problem? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, but he, but being a teenager is shit. Yeah, I I hated it. Yeah, me too. Being that's in your twenties is shit. Right. Being in your 30s, nearly work. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm kidding. But like, he is, I don't I don't know what people think they're missing out on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember being 15 somebody... and just being stood outside a pub with my mates going, one day we're going to get in that pub. 
and we're going to shag everyone inside it. <laughs> and all the girls my age could get into pubs at that age, and they were all dating people who were like, 20 yeah and i would be like one day i'm gonna be 25 and have my own scooter <laughs> and it's just like it's crap yeah it is yeah. crap see i would be harry potter i'd be like they'd have, they'd have let you in the park so you yeah. met your partner so quickly what do you mean what how old were you when you met rosie i was born i was um, i was born a baby. knowing her so she was three and i was but yeah. how old were you when you got together he was born. Thirteen, yeah. So ten years ago, I was twenty-four. Yeah. See, so even that's, that's like quite early to get well, together. How, how do you know each other then? Because our dads were best mates. Oh um, right. So we've known each other since we were kids. So she groomed me because she's three years older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a lot older than me. Do you think she came up with that plan like when she was Probably. three? Probably. Yeah. I was very. When she, when she saw you at thirteen. Child. Yeah. No. At fifteen, standing outside the pub, she was like, "One day, yeah, yeah. six months. You don't gotta go in that pub to shag everybody, baby." Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you so it's much. Great to Thanks have you. for having me on. Can you well, tell people where to find you if they're looking for you? Social media, Red Richardson Comedy. Thank uh, you. What? Thank you. Is that it? That's okay. it. Oh, have, Unless you have anything to plug. My yeah. special, the Red yes. Richardson special, out on YouTube for free. Uh, Google it if, yeah, that, that's <laughs> if you it. If, if you want to. Thanks, yeah. Red. Thank you, Red. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. was red richardson red richardson so funny very funny so funny very funny boy thank you so much for listening guys thank you guys thank uh, you we are putting additional content on our patreon so we please are. sign up we are asking our guests from now on starting with red we're asking them to tell a story that makes them look back and cringe and he told an excellent story that was very very Great funny story. uh so head to patreon anyway you can watch and listen to that now 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 right now yes now um and uh come to our shows our our our, our um our whips our whips are coming up they're, they're coming up our back-to-back -back whips our, basically, our 16th and 17th of april whips that we yeah. had booked accidentally if you can't come to the 16th how about the 17th yeah <laughs> It'd be great to have you there because we'll be so sick of each other by that oh point. Oh my God. I'll um, be like, I just heard that. 16th is at 2 North Down in King's Cross and 17th is at the Bill Murray and Angel. Yeah. Both in London. Sorry, non-London people. Sorry, non-London people, but I think we're both probably doing, separately we're doing shows maybe. Further out. Further yeah, out. further outfield. And yeah. also if you want us to go international, then uh, sign up to our Patreon so we can afford the flights. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, uh, my Edinburgh show has gone on sale. Ooh. So if you're going to Edinburgh at all. Yeah. Thank you for listening to thank our podcast. Thank you for listening, podcast. guys. We love you all. We love you so much. And we really do. And thanks for engaging with us on social media. Thanks yeah, that's been so amazing. It's really, really nice. We're glad that you're liking the videos. Uh, yeah. we're, we're loving them too. Yes. Because we forget how funny we are. Yeah, and how funny your guests were. Yeah. Like, like hey. Yeah. God, what good booking. <laughs> Look at that guy. Um, so thank you so much. And uh, you'll hear us next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Thank Fuck For That. It was hosted by Mickey Overman and Sarah Keyworth. It was produced by Lucas Jeffcoat with music from Ben Cavanaugh. Hold up. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.